this very first episode, my mum, Cynthia, talks about the autoimmune disease that has changed her life completely. I hope you will be inspired by her story. Hi, my name is Cynthia. I'm a wife to the most amazing and loving husband and mum to two beautiful and creative kids. I'm not an author, celebrity or a social media influencer. I'm just an ordinary woman living an ordinary life. I have a good corporate career, actively serve in my home church and also run an ethical online business promoting fair trade where all profits are for community development. Yep, I do have a pretty busy life. I've always been seen as a capable, independent and reliable person. But my whole life stopped when I was struck down with an autoimmune disease, which I will talk about shortly. The idea for a podcast came about when I was visually impaired by the disease. Everyone in my household were busy doing their hobbies one day, and I was feeling very sad that I could not do any of my hobbies because it would require me to use my sight. So I asked God, what can I do? And to my surprise, his answer came back to me quickly. What about your voice? You've been recording messages quite a bit, updating about your situation, and people are often encouraged by your positivity. So this is the birth of the podcast, recording my voice to tell my story and share the many precious lessons I've learned and still learning. For those who are suffering from the same disease as me and are visually impaired, you will need to adapt and to look for information in different ways like listening to audiobooks and podcasts. I hope the information in this podcast series will help you greatly. Back to my story. It was in October 2018. I decided to get my eyes checked as I noticed a slight puffiness on my eyelids and my left eye was starting to have a slight glare when I look at things. I have these constant eye bags that I can't seem to get rid of even when I'm getting enough sleep. The optometrist checked the power on both eyes and told me that my left eye is starting to develop a slight astigmatism. As for the puffiness, the optometrist recommended I should see an eye specialist about it and wrote me a referral. Well, I didn't think very much about the puffy eyelids, so seeing an eye specialist was not in the urgent to-do list. I kind of let time slip and due to just general busyness of life, I only saw the eye specialist in late November. When I went in for my appointment, the eye specialist took one look at my eyelids, did a few more checks and immediately ordered an MRI. In early December 2018, the MRI results came back and I was in the same clinic but seeing a different specialist. I was rather unnerved by the whole appointment as the only words spoken were instructing me to look at things, colours and checking the general health of my retinas. Then what seemed like hours, the bombshell dropped. And these were the words I heard. You have what we call 
thyroid eye disease. The eye muscles will start to swell and press on your optic nerves. And if nothing is done about it, any damage done to the optic nerves will be irreversible. My husband and I could not believe what we were hearing. The what eye disease? And what do you mean irreversible? You mean, you mean I can go blind? We both thought that my thyroids have already been addressed years ago and are balanced. What's going on here? I immediately contacted my endocrinologist who has been looking after my thyroid levels about this diagnosis. She said kindly to me that she cannot help me as the thyroid eye disease is not triggered by the thyroid glands but is an autoimmune condition brought about by Graves' disease, which I have for years. I used to suffer from a hyperactive thyroid and had it pretty much my adolescent life, but I've already addressed it about five years ago using the radioactive iodine treatment. The endocrinologist went on to explain that I will need to be in the care of eye specialists to quickly address this problem. I thought to myself, oh man, so my thyroid glands are balanced. Okay, that's good to know. But my eyes caused by the same Graves' disease. Ah, oh, what's going on? As with any diseases I hear about and what more, experiencing it myself, I started to research on what thyroid eye disease or known in the medical world as TED is about. Let's call TED TED for this podcast. Not exactly an endearing name, I know, uh, especially when I read about the horrible effects it has on the eyes. So what triggers this disease, you may ask? It's a cruel autoimmune disease where the body produces these TSH receptor antibodies thinking there are foreign agents in the body to protect the body from. But unfortunately, these foreign agents are like phantoms, non-existent. The antibodies then attack healthy organs. In the case of TED, the antibodies attack the eye muscles, causing noticeable symptoms like protrusion of the eyes, restriction of eye movement, and in some cases, pain around the eyes. Preorbital fat also starts to accumulate, producing puffy eyelids and eye bags. And when the disease progresses more severely, there will be an impairment of vision as the optic nerves are squeezed due to the swollen eye muscles. At that time, I didn't suffer from any pain or protrusion of the eyes, just some noticeable puffiness of eyelids and eye bags. TED's active stage of inflammation can be anywhere from six months to two years and it differs for every patient. None of the eye specialists can predict how long the active stage is. The only thing they can do is alleviate the swelling and monitor the patient's vision regularly. TED mostly occur when patients suffer from thyroid gland issues, hence the name thyroid eye disease, and can sometimes occur long after patients have a balanced thyroid gland. 
just like me. TED is not correlated to the thyroid gland and runs its separate course. There's still ongoing research on what triggers the antibodies, which is still largely unknown for any autoimmune diseases. TED is still not a well-researched disease. The only medical help are only to control the symptoms of TED. Usually the immediate treatment is uh, giving patients steroids to reduce the inflammation of the eye muscle. That could either be oral or intravenous. If that does not work, the options are surgery, radiation, or both, depending on the severity of the disease. The orbital decompression surgery is required to make more space for the swelling to take place where the eye sockets are cut to enable this. The decompression surgery reduces the stress on the optic nerves being squeezed. And if this does not work, then intensity modulated radiation or IMR therapy is required to help reduce the inflammation. In some cases, further surgery, um, although not recommended, as the eyes will fall back into the socket after the swelling is gone. Yeah, not exactly uh, appealing. Anyway, my endocrinologist mentioned that there is a clinical drug trial currently out in the USA to stop the creation of the TSH receptor antibodies. It is not available as a clinical trial in Australia. Clinical trials can be dangerous though, as the full effect of the drug is not known. From a book I read called The Beautiful Cure by Daniel Davis, so much of the human body is still not well understood on how to harness our own natural defenses. Stopping one antibody may trigger unwanted effects in our body as our body is designed to defend itself. Back to my diagnosis. I had under four weeks before I knew I could travel overseas, a trip we planned as a family to do. It's been in my heart to share my previous experiences in India with my family by bringing them there. But having this diagnosed so close to our trip threw the spanner in the works. I was not sure whether we could go. There were two definite God-given signs which sealed it for both me and my husband that we are meant to be going. The specialist who gave me the diagnosis was going on holidays too, so I was then quickly placed into the public hospital system. The MRI result turned out to be not as scary. It did show some swelling on my left eye muscle, causing the slight astigmatism. I was given a series of intravenous steroid treatment to reduce the inflammation. I had about six rounds of these. To validate the treatment, I did further visual acuity tests, including the visual field tests, which did not show I made any progress or significant progress with the drug treatment. When I looked at my brain and eye scans, there is a sense of awe of how complex the human body is and how intricately we are designed. This scripture in Psalm 139 verse 14 NIV 
translation reminded me of this. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. If you do a quick internet search on how the optic nerves look like, they are a paired nerve, one for the right and one for the left, that transmits visual information from the retina to the brain. When I looked at my own scans of the optic nerves, what I saw are these two wiry lines coming out of the back of my eyes to my brain. The optic nerves are in danger if Ted progresses and will need saving. Ooh, I just trembled at the thought of any damage to those precious optic nerves. We asked the eye specialist, whom I was fortunate to see twice at the public hospital, whether I could travel. He said, given the early stage of detection, my condition can be controlled with oral steroids. That was our first God-given sign. When I returned from my trip, he recommended that I should consider surgery or radiation. Well, in my mind, I thought, I'm going to beat this disease and pray away my condition. I really don't want any invasive surgery or radiation, if possible. Our second God-given sign was that a work award I won a few years ago could be used to pay for our trip. And that was God's providence, as my husband and I were prepared to forgo the trip if the specialist didn't think I could travel in my condition and we would take a hit on the flight costs. Thank God for his providence indeed. So off we went to our trip to India, where as a family, we experienced God's amazing grace covering us. One of the best things our kids said to us was what they planned to do when they were to return to India again. Wow. It's life experiences you just cannot teach to kids, but to let them see, feel, hear, and do it themselves. As for my sight, you may be wondering, during the trip, I could still see, but did notice progressively my left eye was not doing as well. So my right eye is doing all the hard work of looking at things. I remember I was feeling rather apprehensive on the last day we were leaving India as my drug treatment was finishing up that day. I was still feeling okay traveling home. It was only when we got home, slept, woke up the next day, I found myself looking through a fog. I thought I could just be tired, but as the day progressed, the fog did not lift. I could not read messages on my mobile and I had to get my husband to enlarge the text. I thought to myself, this is not really happening or is it? If I can't even use my mobile, I'm stuffed. So much of what I do is on the mobile, including my daily journal. All the thoughts start racing in my head. Within 24 hours of coming home, my sight has become impaired. You know, the diagnosis back in December were just spoken words to me as I didn't feel the full-blown of the symptoms. But now, Ted has become real. My sight is a fog. 
I could not even see what I was writing using a regular black pen. Oh, but you know, there is power when we write down scriptures for ourselves to remember and to declare. So I had to use a large texter and wrote these words in large font on a piece of paper through tears in my eyes as a declaration of my faith. Psalm 130 verse 5, New Living Translation. I am counting on the Lord. Yes, I am counting on Him. I have put my hope in His Word. Oh, yes, in His Word I will cling on. I will get through this with Him. Ted has changed my life. It's the start of an incredible spiritual walk with my God. I hope you will continue to listen in and hear of how the tender loving kindness of my God helped me through an uncharted crisis. I hope you've been inspired by episode one of Mum's incredible journey. Please subscribe and share this podcast to people you know who will be encouraged by her story. Thank you.